You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there, but the operator said that the phone lines are down. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. You got to call some people. Uh, are you talking to me on a cellular phone? I don't know you. Who is this? Don't come here. I'm hanging up the phone. Play call. Play call. You're listening to the Tom Austin Show. Critics are calling it a waste of time, but loyal listeners insist it's actually a huge waste of time. Call 608 501 0718. And you too can be one of the poor, disappointed souls who just wanted some answers. And now, here are your hosts, Tom Austin, Clayton Bailey, and JJ Leahy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thomas Austin Show with special guests, JJ Leahy, Clayton Bailey. Sorry, but Ryan had to come to this for far too long. You've been skipping calls. You've been not answering questions. I think we've heard enough. You know, you kept going on and on. And quite frankly, your weird obsession with the Bears. So it should be, you know, the Chicago Bears after dark. It's time for some new blood. So I'll take it upon myself just to take over. We're here now. Let's rock. This is a hostile takeover of Packernet after dark. This is the new era, Packernet After Dark 2.0. We're going to start off with, uh, we got a new feature, a live caller. Caller, who is this? Hey, Ryan, Justin here. Oh, sorry to interrupt, Justin, but you're not dealing with Ryan tonight. You're dealing with Thomas Austin on the Thomas Austin Show. I thought you knew that. Wait, wait, what? Look, look yeah. I, I like your questions, but I was really hoping I could talk to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> well, Oh, he just hung up. <laughs> Didn't even Uh-oh. give me a chance to say anything. Uh-oh. Hey, look, dude, we don't need that kind of uh, hostility on this show, all right? Ryan may put up with that crap, but it ain't happening over here. Not in this barn. All right, we've done voicemails before. We know that format works. Uh, I'm going to maybe not do the live caller thing again. Let's see here. Here's a voicemail. Somebody's called in. Hey, is this, this thing even on? Oh, no. I know who this is. It's Uncle Bill. First of all, I just want to thank the good Lord we finally got a decent call-in show. I've been trying to listen to that Packernet after dark, but I don't think that boy could pour shine out of boot with instructions written on a heel. My <laughs> nephew Clayton told me what he pays. He's cheap. He wouldn't give a nickel to see Jesus riding a bicycle. I know he's not educated, but he keeps talking that garbage about Roadhouse. He's going to be going to the grave on scholarship. I promise you that. Bad enough the boy's dumber than a coal bucket. Now he's going to disrespect James Dalton. Anyways. Let me know. Woman, you've been dipping my snuff again. All right, look, I, first of all, I just want to say I have no idea how Uncle Bill keeps getting these numbers. I didn't even know Uncle Bill had a phone, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't know that the two cans that he's got a string tied to could reach this far out of the state of Kentucky. 
Um, but you know, Bill, you know, mad respect, man. He figured it out. It's always a wild ride when Uncle Bill calls in. I don't know how I feel about that. I think it was pretty good, spot on with the whole Ryan thing. I mean, I've never seen Roadhouse personally, sorry, but I'll never disrespect such a cultural, iconic film. Well, you, you better be uh, glad that you are calling in over video and you're not sitting here next to me and Clayton. He might take a swing at you. I'm actually a little bit nervous about him sitting next to me myself. Okay, so let me, let me understand this right here. Tom Austin's got Facebook, but he's never seen Roadhouse. Like, talk about having your priorities mixed up, buddy. You better get them in line. I'm just going to tell you right now. You, uh, you're going to start poking the bear. JJ, take it. I can't, I can't handle this, dude. All right. Uh, let's see here. We got another caller here. Hi, this is Alicia, Ryan's wife. I wanted to ask you a few questions about Ryan. What do you like about Ryan? Do you think he's a true Packer fan? Here, I'll pause that. Just his very articulate pessimism. Every single show about the team, mm. when he gets fired up, he has to calm himself. It's always fun to hear that. Yeah, he's also very funny. I'll, I'll give him that. He's got a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He honestly appeals to almost everybody except for fans of other teams and, you know, the mm. NFC North. You know, really, other than just having the most perfect model family, right? They just look like this leave it to beaver. Perfect model. I mean, outside of that, I, I'm really just drawing a blank, to be honest with you. And also, I wanted to give you a little dishwasher update. Ryan did fix the dishwasher the same day he said he was going to. So that was really impressive, and I'll have to remember that. Next time, I want him to fix something just to call into his show. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Oh, we got to answer. Do we think he's a true Packer fan? Tom, what say you? Well, just right there proves it. He's a man of his word. She called in. He said he'd take care of it. Later that day, he took care of it. Boom. That's how you know he's a trustworthy person. And when he says he is a true Packer fan, you just absolutely have to believe it. I don't know how you can question the credentials of any man who does two Packers podcasts per day. Clearly a true Packer fan. And, uh, you know, I know there's some question about why doesn't he go two games, but the man catches every single game on TV, thinks and talks about them constantly. Hard to come up with a uh, more quintessential Packer fan, true Packer fan than Ryan Schlipp. Yeah, I got to say, man, he's uh, Ryan Schlipp is not many things, but I think he's a hardcore Packer fan through and through. I love the Bears bashing. Um, occasionally takes some shot at some Vikings and Lions. What I really like about Ryan, though, as a Packers fan, is you can just hear it in his voice how much sympathy he has for the Detroit Lion fans, and I definitely see eye to eye with him on that. We got, we got another caller here. Uh, looks like Justin maybe had a change of heart. He called in and left a voicemail while we were talking to Alicia. Hey, Tom. Justin here. Hey, congrats on your success as a new After Dark host. Um, I enjoyed hanging Thank out you. with Thank Ryan, you. but looking forward to the new direction. Mm -hmm. um, so my question is, um, if you were at a football watching party, Packers versus Vikings, and there's going to be mixed company, you know, both fans are going to be there, and the Vikings fans came in wearing purple spandex, would that make you uncomfortable? <laughs> Thanks. Can't wait to hear your reaction to that. I'm accepting of all people, regardless of what they wear. 
I actually have a cousin who's a diehard Vikings fan. So that's probably if that scenario were to happen, that's who it would be. I love them, but at the same time, you know, they're a Vikings fan. So obviously you want to stay a healthy distance away from them. <clears throat> Just push them away a little too bit. Too much. Too much. You know, when we when I watch football games with Lions fans, all they wear is dunce caps. So I don't know about that. I'm surprised there's even Lions fans to begin with. I, I don't know. I think they just solely exist just to hate the Packers and hate themselves. Yeah, honestly, I don't think there's really much, you know, strange about that scenario, that situation. I mean, you see a lot worse over at Uncle Bill's house. I promise you that. Well, we got another call on the line here. Hey, guys, uh, this is Emily. I'm a longtime listener. Uh, first of all, congrats on the takeover. But I have. What do you think? When she says she's a long-time listener, you think she's a long-time listener of Packard and the Thomas Dark? Austin show or the no, Thomas, the Austin, Thomas show. Austin show? Well, she, I mean, she's been around since episode one, so hard to beat that. I have a few questions on how this is actually happening. First of all, where the heck is Ryan? <laughs> so, so do we. Is he actually, is he there? Is he alive? I'm wondering <laughs> how you guys are accomplishing this. I can vouch. We didn't kill Ryan, uh, but he does not know that we are doing this project and and uh this is going out this hostile takeover is underway well i believe if i remember correctly we hired uh taco chuck to be outside his house second of all what are your long-term plans for the show world peace mostly um you know with ryan he's kind he's he's on the older side so he's more laid back he's just willing to let the world just pass him by but we we're, we're here trying to be proactive and trying to make everybody Packer fan first and foremost, which then once everyone's a Packer fan, then world peace can, can just happen. I don't know how you really follow that there, Tom. I'm not sure how your mind even operates, but I will say this additionally, additionally to the taco truck, all you got to do is get Blaine to bore him to death with superhero talk and we're good to go. Finally, are you guys worried about Ryan firing you? What is he going to do to you guys after this? Absolutely not. Ryan would never, ever fire me. And he can't fire Tom because Tom doesn't work for him. This is a hostile It's takeover. my show. Yeah. Yeah, and it's my show. You can't fire me on my own show. What? Clayton, you might be in trouble. Hey, I need a vacation. You kidding me? You know, the guy likes to act like it's my idea to put out 3,700 podcasts a week, but you guys have no idea the uh, the things that he holds over my head. I honestly think he got some pictures from Uncle Bill, and uh, he's just a blackmail central over here, bro. Now, if he does happen to fire you guys, I'm just saying I'm looking for people full time. You got a spare bedroom we can come live in? Yes. Yes, I do. Hey, guys. Friendly the DJ here. Look, a couple of things. First, uh, I still haven't gotten my check for the podcast intro you asked me to record. Um, so, <laughs> money. Yeah. Second, listen, um, I've been listening to the show. No. And uh, disaster is like too nice a word. Uh, <laughs> can I offer you some feedback? Uh, you guys, really, you just need to be prepared. I mean, write, write down some topics. Do, do some research. Co- come up with a plan. And second, some voice coaching would go a long way. I think he's talking to Clayton. Anyway, I will say this, though. Look, it's a huge improvement over that crap that Ryan's been putting out, man. 
<laughs> anyway, look, uh, send me my money, okay? Yeah, Fred out. All right, Tom, you got to get on the money for uh, Fred. He did a fantastic job with the intro, but I'm I'm broke, flat broke. He he did, but I I kind of spent all my money on an NFT for the show. <laughs> oh, I love it's a it. Logo. Hey, somebody needs to send that cat a check because I'm telling you, he, he, maybe he could take some of that money and buy himself a personality. I don't know who he's talking to about accents and and everything else. Like, come on, dude, talking about crap, calling puke stinky. Get away from me with that. Hey guys, it's Sam Holman. My only question is, does this mean I'm going to get a raise? Ooh, I can answer this one. Yes, it does. So hostile takeover of Packernet After Dark is just the first step. Second step is hostile takeover of Ryan's Patreon account. So yes, we're all getting raises. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Uh-oh, this guy thinks oh, that Ryan's still in charge. Oh, oh, Set the record straight for him, Tom. This is the Thomas Austin show with special guests. I'm just saying, Ryan's not one of those. Ryan's about- gone. He's out of it. Same stuff. This is uh, Jacob from G Town, Gaylord, Michigan. Hey, I just wanted to give a shout out to Broncos Country. Let's ride. What should I say? (laughs) Let's ride. What should I say? Let's ride. He's killing it. That's totally Russ. Russell Wilson's going to take that saddle and ride onto the Super Bowl. Also, how are we feeling about A Rod's tattoo? Have you guys broke that down? I'd like a 30 minute breakdown. (laughs) <laughs> that is quite a tattoo right there. What's going on with all that? Thanks, guys. It is a sweet tattoo. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It It's pretty wild, though, I will say. I think there's some stuff about, like, the Zodiac, and isn't there, like, a wolf on there? I don't have it with it's, me currently. I can look it up. So it's, it's two lion's heads, which I think is weird because he doesn't play for the lions. He plays for the Packers. Why do you have lions on your arm? But I I will say it's a very well done tattoo. I just, I'm not into astrology myself, so I wouldn't put it on my arm. Hey, Clayton, didn't you tell me that there's actually some deeper meaning to that tattoo though? Yeah, actually, uh, from what I understand, the two lions, uh, you know, one on each side of the tattoo or is the uh, birth sign of each of his godsons. And I believe both of his godsons are actually Randall Cobb's uh, kids. So he said that he wanted that. to incorporate into the tattoo uh, something with a lot of meaning. And uh, obviously, Aaron, you know, talked about here recently, he would like to have children. Um, you know, that was something that he and his uh, 17th girlfriend had uh, had <laughs> had conversations about. But uh, it, it's obvious that that something is very important to him. And, and him and Cobb, obviously, are like brothers. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the, my understanding that and his sign as well. I think the Scorpio sign. Uh, which he said that he, I don't I didn't understand that part. He said, I best identify with, but you know, hmm. yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, there you go. Clayton, the new Mr. Packers history, Bailey. All right. We got a uh, couple final calls here from Justin. We got to an answer. Let's see here. Uh, number one. Hey Tom, Justin here again. Hey, I want to know if you had to pick a, muscle car like an old and school muscle car like you know from the 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 early muscle car era so we're talking like 1960s and kind of between 60s and like 75 maybe what would be a the best fit for aaron Rodgers with his nick cage look for him to ride in thanks solid what you got tom well 
old classic muscle car for him to ride in. It's Aaron Rodgers, so, I mean, he never goes hats on stuff that isn't the playoffs. Um, but uh, I will say that... <laughs> Too soon, man. I don't know if it's a muscle car per se, but he kind of feels like an Impala type of guy. Mm. All right. I, you know, kind of what I'm thinking is like a 69 Camaro. I've always been a Camaro guy, but, you know, you got that nice, nice uh, rounded square body. Uh, just a gorgeous car. And I think you got those nice, big, long windows rolled down. His hair is going to be flowing in the breeze. I just, he's going to have the sweatband. And then, you know, other than just the fact that the 69 was just a gorgeous car, it also just really fits with his love of David Bakhtiari. Got to use box jersey number 69. So, uh, that would be my pick for sure. Yeah, man. When sixty nine Camaro, it's hard to go go wrong with that. But I gotta say, the fact that he was playing homage to uh, or paying homage, I should say, to uh, Nick Cage, you gotta go gone in sixty seconds. I'm not a big car guy, but the sixty seven Shelby GT five hundred, dark gray with black racing stripes and the bullet style rims, give it to me all day long. Aaron in that with that get up, bro. Yeah, he'll have his eighteenth girlfriend in no time. Hey, Tom, Justin. Hey, wondering if you've ever seen the movie Tommy Boy, and if so, did you like it? Also, follow-up question, did you ever get called Tommy Boy, you know, growing up? And, you know, if it's not super annoying, maybe you might consider kind of going by that as your new podcast, like, nickname. Anyway, can't wait to hear your thoughts. To answer the first three questions, yes. To answer the last question, no. I did not like being called it. Because I'm a bit of the husky side, and you know it wears on you after a while. Mm. Man, I, I kind of think Tommy Boy would be a fantastic nickname for a podcast host, but also yeah, definitely don't want to offend you. But uh, I, I will have to say that is just a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I never get tired of that. Although I think Black Sheep is slightly funnier. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I need to see Tom replay that scene, fat guy in a little coat. I'm sorry. With you being on the Husky side, your words, not mine. I need to see that. Thank you, everyone, for joining in on this wonderful edition of the Thomas Austin Show with special guests, J.J. Leahy and Clayton Bailey. Ryan, you're welcome uh, for showing you how to do the show properly. Uh, more energy, engaging, also getting other people to talk because, well... I'm pretty sure I've called in enough where people are kind of sick of this uh, by now, but that's why I got the others. You're with me. And also, when the Packers win the Super Bowl, the Thomas Austin Show will be back somehow, unless Ryan bolsters up his security or he decides to get better colleagues, coworkers, friends, and fans. Um, you guys are great. <laughs>